Good morning, and welcome in to the Cap'n J-Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. Come for an hour from now, we'll cross-talk with Black and Abdallah. They're in for Greeny between 10 and noon. Then it's Carmen Yurko from 12 to 2, Waddle and Sylvie 2 to 6, right into Tyler Aki, in for Black and Abdallah from 6 to 8, right into Freddie and Fitzsimmons right here on Chicago's Home for Sports and the home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN 1000. Cap, we found out late last night a tweet from Adam Schefter that tells us about Jalen Carter, the former Georgia star, one of the top prospects in next month's NFL draft, has been charged with reckless driving and racing in connection with a crash that killed a teammate and a recruiting staff member. According to the Athens-Clark uh, County Police Department, and, uh, they issued an arrest warrant obtained by the Associated Press that alleges that Carter was racing his 2021 Jeep Trackhawk against a 2021 Ford Expedition driven by a recruiting staffer, 24-year-old Chandler LaCroix, which led to the January 15th wreck. And so we saw that story. And so it's so interesting, the timing of all of this, because you and I were in Indianapolis yesterday at the NFL Combine to announce that we are officially the home of the Chicago Bears. And there's always been a lot of question marks about what the Bears are going to do. Could they take Jalen Carter or where is Jalen Carter going to fall? But Cap, I think based on this story, I'm sure there might be more to it. Jalen Carter could have been the number one pick of the draft because of this story, the Bears or others could turn a blind eye to Jalen Carter and say, Nap, you know, the juice is not worth the squeeze. We don't want the smoke with this. Or some would look at Jalen Carter and say, this is a kid that was involved in the wrong place at the wrong time. So he obviously has made a horrible, horrible decision. And we need to know more intel. Did he see the crash and keep going? There was a third vehicle there. Now I've read a report that reportedly, again, reportedly, there's a 911 call that was made as soon as the accident happened, and there's a voice in the background going, JC, get out of here. And like telling him, we're protecting you. You got to get out of here. And so they were trying to conceal his involvement, whatever level that was that contributed to the accident. So, Shay? Yeah, I've got, I just pulled up uh, WALB uh, reading here from the 911 call. And mm-hmm. it does look like there is a voice saying on the night of the crash, one of the callers who contacted athens Clark County Police can be heard saying, hey, JC, you might as well just go on. Jalen, Jalen, go on. Police mm. would not confirm who the 911 caller was. They would not confirm if Jalen was caught on surveillance cameras in a black Jeep speeding through downtown Athens on the same night. That <sighs> Obviously, that changed since this uh, because they did release that both vehicles were spotted. It's interesting, Cap, that you and I were just talking about Kwame Brown, um, who was supposed to be this big phenom. And you told the story yesterday about how Kwame Brown, uh, you know, was supposed to know everything about everything. You get drafted. You're supposed to know how to be able to write a check. You know, you know, you're supposed to know how to shop and dress well, get you on a plane. But everybody is not equipped to be able to be an adult so quickly. I know that uh, for our athletes, as soon as they're drafted, you think that they are supposed to be sage and have they're so smart beyond their years. This was a mistake by Jalen Carter, where he's right there, a witness to a couple of people that died. And, again, we got to be able to accentuate that point. We're not minimizing the point, and it's sad that those two people had to, to die in this cap. 
But at the same time, Jalen Carter, like me, like you and anyone else, we've made mistakes as a, a young per- a person. It would not stop me from drafting Jalen Carter if it's me, just based on what we know today. There might be more coming in which I, it would change my mind, but I don't think that this one incident is who Jalen Carter is. We know this is horrible, but I would just say that for me, if, if it was my situation, at, from ba- based on what we know now, Jalen Carter would be on my, on my football team. And it, again, also based on talking to him, having my staff talk to him and find out what's between his ears. I want him to change my mind. Yeah, again, as I said to you earlier today, if I've got a ready-made roster that's close, I gave you the Chiefs and the Eagles. I'm the Buffalo Bills. I'm a, a team that feels like, hey, man, we've got veteran leadership in this room. We have a chance to take the next step. The Dallas Cowboys. They've got a chance. They got a lot of good veterans there. Dak Prescott is NFL man of the year. Like they've got dudes in there. I'm not talking about players. I'm talking about guys. Mm-hmm. You can bring someone in who troubled's the wrong word. I don't know if he's a troubled kid. Someone who has got maturity issues, who needs support, who needs to learn how to be a professional. I remember talking to a player hoodie and he said I had no idea you had to tip when somebody carried your bags to the car for you at the hotel or when you did this or you did that. He said, I didn't know you you're supposed to take care of those people. I thought they got paid. And he said that a player came up to him and said, son, you're going to follow me and I'm going to teach you how to be a professional athlete. Everything you do is going to be scrutinized. Is it fair? Probably not. But is it fair that you make millions and everyone else out there is fighting to make forty grand and raise their family? That's not fair either. He said, so I'm going to teach you how to be a pro. We expect a 21-year-old man to know how to do all these things, and they don't. All right, Cap, um, go, go ahead, Shay. I'm sorry. Just quickly from Adam Schefter, Georgia defensive tackle Jalen Carter is back at the Combine in Indianapolis to finish his interviews, measurements, and other activities per source. Oh. That's Adam Schefter on Twitter. So uh, oh. bolted well, yesterday get... for the media meeting, back today. Let's get back down there then. Let's get in the car, Cap. Let's go talk to him. Well, I got a trip coming. I'm, I'm out. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, it'd be, it, it would be interesting. But, but Cap, so when I was a teenager, mm-hmm. Junior, I think it might have been a junior. Mm-hmm. I did the same thing that Jalen Carter did. I raced my Chevy, my old man Chevy. It wasn't even mine. My old man Chevy against my friend's Granada behind Reich's Barnyard in, uh, in Lansing. Mm-hmm. And we did this a lot on the weekends. Thank God no one died from it. But that was immature because it, it, that was not a strip of land to be able to race someone. But I did that when I was 17 or 18. Um and clearly, what we see now, and this is commonplace in our city, too. Mm-hmm. You and I have, have, during the breaks, have looked at videos of why is this happening in Lower Wacker? Why are we doing Fast and the Furious on Lower Wacker? Mm-hmm. Who's do, why is this happening? Like, 2, 3 in the morning, we've seen these videos. Yes. And, 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 and so, but what, what I guess my whole point is, is that Jalen Carter made a, made a huge mistake even being part of this. You have to realize that common sense is not common for everyone. Jalen Carter, like some athletes and some people feel like, man, if I could just get away with this, I'm going to be good. If I could just get away from this, God, if I could just get away from this, I'm going to be okay. 
or the next incident. Man, if we could just survive the night, man, it, I'm never doing this again until the next thing happens, until the next thing happens. I think that sometimes people, or especially athletes, have to realize, hey, man, you're one of the one percenters, meaning that you know that you've won a national championship, you've been the spotlight since you were in high school, you've been able to get to the top of the top of being a national champion, and now you could be the number one pick in the, in the NFL. Does this make sense for you to be part of this, even though you're hanging out with your homies, even though you are joyriding and racing someone else? Does this make sense? Now, for you and I at our age, no. But for his age, he thinks, I'm just hanging out just like I always have with my friends. And, you know, you have to realize you may not be better than your friends, Cap, but you also have to realize that you are a walking, talking, breathing business. Correct. You're a brand. Hoodie, if you or I, because we're in the public eye, doesn't make us better or worse than anybody else. If we do something stupid out on the street or we get pulled over by the police and we don't handle ourselves correctly or, hey, they pulled over Jonathan Hood going 111 miles an hour on the Edens, that's a headline tomorrow in the paper. ESPN 1000 radio hosts arrested, reckless drive. You bring a negative connotation to your name simply because of who you are in the community. Jalen Carter and every other player has to understand. When they when a kid gets in trouble in college, if he's an athlete, what do they say? Georgia football player does this. They don't mm-hmm. go, yeah, Ms. Jones, the biology teacher student, got in trouble. They do not. <laughs> right. So with... Much, to whom much is given, much is expected, and you have to understand that. But here's the flip side, too, though, and this was more speaking to whether the Bears should still consider drafting Jalen Carter with a first-round pick. There's a lot of bad people in the NFL. Like, when you look at Deshaun Watson getting the largest guaranteed contract ever, mm-hmm. there's a lot of bad guys in the NFL, and I'm not saying what Jalen Carter did wasn't serious, and obviously condolences to the families involved, but... With respect to a lot of what goes on in this league, it's kind of tame. Okay, but that does not mean that's who you want to put in your locker room. Correct. Like you mentioned Deshaun Watson. What if I had told you the equipment manager in Cleveland was getting, or in Houston, was getting inappropriate massages? You think they're going to keep that guy? That guy's on the street tomorrow. Get out. But that's but that's the point I'm making is when you if you still think Jalen Carter's a generational talent, a game changer defensive tackle, gotta have him on your team, then I'm still comfortable with them drafting him personally. Well, Better work well, out then. Well, well, one of the more salient points that we've heard here came from Cap this morning regarding infrastructure because that does matter. What it's like good karma. What 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 matters the most in this company? Don't be a blankety blank. It was culture. Yes. Right? Okay. So same thing. You mentioned teams like the Eagles and the Chiefs, and you said, "What if?" Right? Mm-hmm. What if? What if he falls in the draft? Which I, I, I kind of halfway expect based on what happened here. I don't. If he's number one, it would shock the hell out of me. What I'm saying is that because of this, some teams will be sheepish and say, "I no, we just don't need that distraction, those question marks about this talent." But you mentioned teams like the Eagles or the Chiefs or the Bills or teams of that ilk, and you say, "Hmm, you know what? We know what happened here. We're going to accentuate the positives and hide the negatives of what happened here, and we're going to build him up into our culture." 
and make him understand what happened and make and make sure he's around good people and that he's a good citizen. At least at least you'll try, right? Some other teams feel like we don't have that infrastructure. We don't have leaders that to be able to shepherd this young man, so we'll pass. Are the Bears one of those teams? That's a great, great question. Again, someone there yesterday came up to me who has – he scouts for a bunch of teams. Remember Blesto that used to be a thing? Bears, Lions, Eagles, Steelers, and whoever. And that's who they, they would file the report. I'm talking to this guy. I've known him. And he said – they don't have an Olin Krutz. They don't have a Peanut Tillman. They don't have a Brian Erlacher who, if Jonathan Hood, the rookie offensive tackle, is doing something he's not supposed to do, whether that's show up late to a meeting, getting in trouble in the community, they put you up against a wall and go, we don't conduct ourselves that way here. There's a standard in this room. That's, that's just a fact. So is one of my foundational pieces... A 21-year-old kid who made an awful decision has, many people have said, he's immature, very immature. Mm-hmm. Am I doing that? How good is the juice worth the squeeze? So let's ask this question, Shane. Let's open the phone lines here in our 9 o'clock hour, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. You heard what Cap said. You heard what I said. I said You've got to ask a lot of questions before you give the green light to this. But I don't think that's a complete deal breaker for me personally, but for organizations and for you, it might be. So we're asking the question to you. Are you still comfortable using that first round pick on Jalen Carter based on what we know today? And again, there's going to be more details coming out of this. But again, based on what we know today, is it worth it for the Bears to take Jalen Carter or any team that you'd run? Cap and Jay Hood. Back with your phone calls next on the Home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. Welcome back to Kevin J. Hood Experience. Weekdays from 7 to 10 on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Well, crosstalk with Black and Abdallah coming your way at 10 o'clock. They're in for Greeny this morning here on ESPN 1000 and on the ESPN Chicago app, the home of the Chicago Bears. 312-332-ESPN-332-3776 is our phone number. Yeah, you heard us talking this morning about Jalen Carter. Again, that story coming across from Adam Schefter, uh, arrested and then in a, pretty much in and out of jail in, what, 15 minutes at the arraignment? 16 cap? minutes. 11.33, he arrived. 11.49, he bonded out $4,000. And then I'm assuming he went, They obviously Drew Rosenhaus has a jet, so I'm assuming they private jetted him down there pay your money sign your forms get out and he's back in indy he'll go through his medicals he'll go through his team meetings he will not work out he is expected to work out at the georgia pro day will he remains to be seen three one two three three two three seven seven six if you're ryan poles would you draft jalen carter based on the information you know now and again as cap and i have I just warned you, but we're just telling you that there might be more information to come with this. Jalen Carter may speak uh, about this at some point. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but at some point. So we want to know what you do. We know how great a talent that he is. Again, as a Georgia fan, I've seen Cap, you know I've seen him play. And when I tell you he's a top five player in this draft, there's no question. But what happens now? If you're Ryan Poles, do you get him? 312-332-ESPN. In Midlothian, here's Steve on the Cap and J-Hood Morning Show. Good morning, Steve. What's up, fellas? How we doing? How you doing? 
Uh, awesome. Um, man, this is a tough one, Jay Hood. Uh, like I said, you're a big fan of Georgia. You've been watching them. I don't know, man. There's so many players. The Bears need so many needs on both sides of the ball. Me personally, I would probably pass. But, mm-hmm. I mean, come on. We've all been 21. We've all been out, you know, being a little goofy, a little crazy, you know, not lying to the cops, but, you know, getting a little immature and a little, oh, you know, let's see how fast I can get this on, on 80 or on 57, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, I mean, we've all been there. I mean. But here, I'm, here's, I'm, here's the difference, Steve. You are going to commit mega millions and your reputation as a general manager. You're staking it on this kid. If he no comes doubt. here and gets in trouble for something else, you know what the first call is going to be. Let's assume it's 2.30 and a story breaks in the afternoon. People are going to be calling in a Waddle and Sylvie going, Poles is an idiot. He saw what happened during the draft process, and he overvalued the kid's talent over his maturity, and now this happened. That's what's going to happen. That's why to be yep. a general manager, Hoodie, it is exceedingly tough. Yes, and Steve, we appreciate your phone call. Cap, it's a business. Right. It's your business. So you have to decide what's best for your business. I, I think that the best answer to this is what you gave, as I mentioned earlier. The teams that can handle something like this, those are the teams that could be able to say, we know what his background is, but we got him, right? Correct. That's what you coaches always say. You know what? Yeah, you scouted him and you recruited him, Cap, and you just you go back to your head coach and go, He's got all these things on him, but I think we got him. I think we have the infrastructure to keep his nose clean. How many times have you said that in your career? Correct. <laughs> or, 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 or been around that, right? I remember <laughs> taking transfers. Yeah, I know it's his third school, but the kids misunderstood. And then you get him in, you're like, I can't wait till this kid's off my team. <laughs> like, what were we thinking? Right. Well, no, no, you know why? Because you saw the points per game. You saw the talent. You, you saw that ability. You're like, yeah. did you see that play? <laughs> Holy smokes. How are we getting this kid? Well, there's other issues, coach. Yeah. Listening on the ESPN Chicago app in Minneapolis, Minnesota, here is Marcus on Chicago's Home for Sports. Good morning, Marcus. Marcus Darling. What's going on, guys? Man, it's always nice to talk to you. You too. Marcus we appreciate Darling. you. Hey. <laughs> so, so my problem is um, people that was calling me yesterday making these grand statements about uh, Jalen Carter, calling them idiots and things like that. So what's funny is yesterday I took my 17-year-old to an appointment yesterday, my 17-year-old nephew. Uh, he walked to the counter, and they, they said, how can I help you? He was stuttering. He didn't know what to do. He never checked into an appointment. I said, calm down. You tell him your name. You say, I have an appointment. He's 17 years old. We forget when we get older, we forget how much we don't know at that age. How much we did, how much life we still had to had to had to uh, live, and, and you know simple stuff that we don't know. And, and to me, I'm actually taking him because I rather him make a mistake early as opposed to I think it was Henry Ruggs who, who killed someone last year. He actually killed someone. Correct. He I was driving 150 mistake. miles an hour in a souped-up Corvette. That's correct. Yeah. So 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 I rather him make the mistake now and, and learn and say, oh, this could have been worse. I think actually, I don't, I'm thinking he killed anyone because it's just a misdemeanor. But he could have said this could have been way worse. And then my last statement is for the people out there that that that's that's calling him names and, and saying all these crazy things about him. You better hope God gives you the grace that he's not that they're not giving Jalen Carter. 
Uh, so don't be judgmental. That's all I wanted to say. Thanks, guys. Yep, Marcus, let it all we, play out. Yeah, we appreciate your telephone call. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. There he is, our guy Joey G in Melrose Park. What's up, Chicky? What's up there, Hammer? How you doing? Hoodie? I'm doing good. Thanks, um, Dad. You're welcome, son. You sound like you got a cold. Yes. Yes. Did you zip all, your jacket going to work today? <laughs> I'm all congested from the Maker's Mark I drank in Indianapolis. God bless. Okay, uh-huh. the, the first question I have for you guys is, did Carter leave on his own recognizance yesterday, or was he served where he had to leave? No, he. there was a, an arrest warrant issued, and then his uh, legal team... Got him on a jet. They flew him down to Athens. He turned himself in. Okay. So now let's talk about uh, Ryan Paul's with the definition of character. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The definition of character right now on the Bears is Justin Fields. Mm -hmm. He's got his team rallying around him. Whatever their talent is, they want to play for Justin Fields. Mm Mm-hmm. Hoodie, Camp, you know how big I was on Jalen Carter. I love the guy. I love his play. You know, he's just a beast. But now, since I've been listening to the show, now there's a uh, 911 call. Yep. It's been released mm-hmm. with somebody yelling his name. Now, that tells me the person saw the car that... God rest their souls that crashed and passed away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trying to phone call 911 about it, and he's yelling Jalen's name. Ryan Poles, I don't want him. I understand. We don't want the cancer in the line. I don't care if he's seven foot four, wingspan of 40 feet, and he could tackle anybody in the NFL. I don't care. We don't need this cancer in our locker room with the stories. Okay, the, I, why is he automatically a cancer? His teammates all seem to like him. Keep rolling, Cap. Come on, you've been in the business. You're 62 like me. It's going to keep rolling. There's more stuff going to come out. Maybe, but that doesn't make him a cancer in the room, though. His teammates all have spoken about his love of the game, how good a teammate he is. He made a horrible, horrible decision the night he decided to drag race with two other vehicles. Horrible. Right, but what if not more of these stories come up going that, towards the draft? That's what I'm trying to say. Justin Fields doesn't need this. Eberflus can definitely not handle this. He, I don't know what Brian Paul sees in Eberflus. I just don't know. But I, I'm uh, saying, it's it, why when there's other talent that we need on this team, both sides of the ball, and I'll grant you, somebody's going to give him a chance. And like you said earlier in the show, he's going to be a four-time ball bowler. Going to lead the league in sacks. Okay, so what? We don't. I just don't want to start the rebuild. Yeah. No. Uh, listen, I I totally understand it, Cap. And you can't fight City Hall on this. No. You cannot. I mean, I, mean I, I totally understand it because some would say I, we can't we can't not handle this. Our infrastructure is not ready for this. Or as we've brought the point several times here on the show, if you're the Bears and Ryan Poles told us so, so you've got to be able to instill in this team some veteran talent. 
you don't have the infrastructure right now if you're the Bears to say, hey, who's going to bring him in? Eddie Jackson? I, I, what, what about like, like Cole Komet? You've got to be able to have not just players, but the infrastructure to say, yes, we know what happened with Jalen Carter, but you know what? We got him. The Bears are ready for that? Not sure that's the case. So, Agreed. I mean, it, that's. And again, it's your business, though, Cap. And so Joey G or or some of the other calls that we've had on this, you have every right to decide if you're the general manager what you do. Some say we can handle it, and some say we can't. More of your phone calls coming up, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. If you're Ryan Poles and the Bears, what do you do? Jalen Carter, we told you the story about him. Would you put him on your football team based on what you know today? There might be more details to come, but again, from what we know today, would you want him on the Chicago Bears if you're polls? Captain Jay Hood on the home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN 1000. Here's today's headline headline with Captain Jay Hood. Good morning, Chicago. The Bulls picked up a win last night, 117 to 115 over the Detroit Pistons after Jaden Ivey called a timeout that the Pistons did not have. The Bulls are now 29 and 34 and sit just a game back in the play in tournament. The Blackhawks are back in action. They take on the Dallas Stars. Also, Kevin Durant, now a Phoenix Sun. He scored 23 points in a 105-91 victory against the Charlotte Hornets. Also, Illinois will take on Michigan in college basketball at 6. And it is Arch Madness in St. Louis. Uh, the last game of the night one session will be UIC against Missouri State. First round matchup in Arch Madness in St. Louis. Jay Moore. You're listening to Cap and Jay Hood. Follow the show on Instagram at the Catman and at IGJ Hood. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app, the home of the Chicago Bears. And, uh, and so, Cap, based on what we know now, if you were to give your projection, where do you think Jalen Carter would be in this draft? Do you think? Well, here's the question: Do you think he's still a first rounder? Based on everything that we know yes. now, at what we know today, yes, he's mm-hmm. going in the first round. Now the Eagles mm-hmm. are at, I think, ten. Mm-hmm. If he's sitting there at ten, and they've got the best defensive front seven in football, but it's aging, Fletcher Cox and. All the Hassan Reddick and all these Hargraves. You're telling me they're not going to look at that with that veteran locker room that can help make him a professional football player? I would think the Eagles, again, based on what we know today, there could be more information that completely changes the perspective. Based on what we know today, you're telling me he's still on the board at 10 on the Eagles? Done. Also, my friend, I think we should point out that this is not a make-or-break situation for the Bears in this draft. I mean, I don't know what they thought of Jalen Carter. I would imagine that, you know, because the Bears are bereft of quality on that defensive line, mm-hmm. that they were looking into Jalen Carter or trying to figure out where he'd fall. Mm-hmm. But it, if he does fall out of the top five, top ten, the, the Bears are still in – in good shape, they're sitting pretty because they can get more assets and not have Jalen Carter and still improve their football team. Correct. And that was the question I asked Ryan Poles yesterday. What do you do if there is a guy sitting there at one? I'm not saying that there is. You're number one, and you have, this is before all the Carter stuff came up, 
Carter, Will Anderson, uh, Tyree Wilson, any of these guys, and you get into your scouting meeting and go, that's the best prospect I have seen, and he fits what we do in a decade. That's the next Aaron Donald. That's the next Lawrence Taylor. Whatever the case may be. How do you balance... Okay, that guy's generational. That's a Hall of Fame player right there if he's healthy. Hall of Fame. Those don't grow on trees versus... I trade down, I get four players. I know we need a lot. How do you balance that? And he said, I add the grades up of, let's say we got four picks. I add the grades of the four guys we're going to draft and compare their grades and their impact with his analytical system that he has versus what is that guy's impact. And then he makes the decision. I think it's a pretty cool way to do it. Cap, I'm asking a lot of questions, even beyond the report, uh, and what happened in Georgia, I still would ask a lot of questions before I pulled the trigger, but I still think that the talent is sound. And I look at that this as obviously a tragic mistake because two people died from it. But I got to also think about my business at the same time. Is he really mature enough to be on my football team? Because I've got to make sure that I'm putting the best players and the best citizens, if I can, uh, on my team. You do the best job you can with that, and then you roll the dice. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Taylor's in Hyde Park on Chicago's Home for Sports. Good morning, Taylor. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? What's up, Good, Taylor? Man. How are you, man? Doing well, doing well. Just actually at the construction site by the finish of the suspensory, man, and Hopefully get open soon before 420. Hey, a quick question. booming. How does the Mike Tyson weed and the Ric Flair weed sell? Uh, So branding actually is kind of challenging because celebrities just want to put their names on stuff and think that's how it sells. It's really a lot deeper than that. So Mike Tyson failed once, and then he figured out his second time around. The Ric Flair stuff is actually doing okay because when he's in store, it kind of brings that, that level of, you know, uh, celebrity nature to, to your brand. But honestly, yes. all the best weed is not the celebrity nature brand. It's the other kind of stuff based on marketing and all that, all that stuff. We can have let, a full conversation just, about it, man. There's a lot to go that goes into it. <laughs> let me wow. just say let me just say this before Cap loses his job. He's asking he's asking because Taylor's in the business. He's not asking any random black caller about weed. He's just asking about Taylor right. because he's in the business. Taylor's an executive who builds these dispensaries. So. <laughs> so, but but you put it out there, of, A lot of our clients are celebrities yeah. and guys you would never think who would be my clients. So uh, I keep that close to my chest. <laughs> yes. Love it, love it. So 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 but, what do you think? Like, Cap, that had to be put out there because who knows who's picking up listening and say, why is he asking that brother about we? Correct. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's got to be out there. So t- tell us about this story about Jalen Carter. How would you handle it as a yeah. businessman? Uh, this is nothing to me. Actually, I think this is a good character builder. Um, and to be honest with you, the fact that he got into trouble in college and he actually killed his teammate. I think that's going to weigh heavy on his chest to make sure he doesn't fumble this opportunity to be the best player he can be at the next level. We've seen this happen before um, with legal issues with other athletes. You go back to, you know, Warren Sapp and even like Randy Moss. You go back to, you know, Ray Lewis. You go back to Allen Iverson. You go back to even like Laramie Tunsil who got caught smoking weed. Like, to me, I think getting in trouble in college allows these athletes to know that, look, I cannot make another mistake. This opportunity is too large, too big. And the fact he killed his own teammate, I think that will weigh a lot heavy on his chest to say, look, the next level, I have to be the best player I can be. 
let's not forget, he is the number one rated player in this draft. I do not think teams will pass on him if he does not have legal issues stemming from this long term. So misdemeanors, I think is totally fine. I would take him with my first pick if I wanted to draft the best player in the draft. Hands down, no question about it. Again, based on the info we have today. Yeah, and that's fair. Taylor, we appreciate the phone call. Thanks, you know, Taylor. Cap, Cap, you know we're the number one show in the U.K. Did you know that? I did know that, and we're afternoon drive there. Take that, Wallace and, and Sylvie. And that is... <laughs> and, Matt, and, and Matt from London, England, is listening on the ESPN Chicago app. Uh, good afternoon, bruv. How are you? Matt. How are How you, are you Matt? Hello. Oh, thank you very well. Uh, yeah, so funny enough, actually, I actually uh, didn't know the difference between like the US law and the UK law. So, for example, I phoned up Snorling earlier on, and I was like, you know what, I don't think I'll take him just in case he does go to jail. But because in the UK, something like that, listen, they get banged up. That's it, done. You know, there's no, you know, there's nothing to stop that sort of thing, you know. Um, but... I agree with the last caller completely. I think it's going to be character building. Um, if anything, I think he's probably going to try harder, you know, because, you know, as the last caller said, you know, that, you know, this is a once in a lifetime shot. You know, you muck this up, you haven't got this chance. So I think it's character building. Obviously, it's terrible what obviously happened to those people, you know, that have got killed. Um, but it's an accident, you know, it wasn't meant to happen. And uh, I would take him. However, I do think the Bears are going to pass on him, and I think they're going to go to Will Anderson. And Hoodie, I'm working on that mixed brother. That will be with you next week. House music all night long. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. You're the best. Thank you very much, my friend. Matt Chippen from London. Uh, But you know what, Cap? Okay, so, again, all of this is a question mark, too. We've heard from our last two callers, Taylor and Matt, and they say, well, this will be a character builder for him. Well, Well, Cap... We also don't know how uh, Jalen's going to be able to react, react to this, too. There's tragedy at his feet, Cap. Jalen Carter, you're talking? Jalen Carter, yes. We, right. we, don't, we don't know how he's going to react to this, too, because now he's going to answer questions about this to reporters. He's got to he's be able to answer it or deflect it. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a cloud over his head. We don't know how he's going to react to that. Is, is that going to be something that he can just shake it off and just focus on football or not? That's also in question. There's so much. That's why I say you want to be a GM. With it comes a really, really tough job. What did Ryan tell us yesterday? Oh, my God. I'm in here laying out pieces of uh, artificial turf for the the Walter Payton Center. And I'm going, with okay, do we like this one better? (laughs) He's like, what am I doing here? Like, he never had to deal with any of that stuff. And then the phone rings, and I, I got to go handle this. I got to go do It's not just sit in your office, watch tape, and go, I'm drafting that guy. It's not, that's not it. So, 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Jim is in Orland Park on Captain J. Hood. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're good, man. How are you? What up, Jim? I'm doing I'm doing great. I appreciate your show. Appreciate everything you guys do for the city. We appreciate you. Uh, I would take a chance on him because Ray Lewis also had a bad background, uh, you know, and he turned out to be a generational talent, a Hall of Famer. 
Uh, but I'm also in the boat of trading Justin Fields as well. Why? Uh, you could still get a haul if you figure that most of these NFL teams are possibly putting him on their draft board as well, figuring out how he would compare to the rest of the talent in this draft quarterback-wise. Uh, I think he would be right up there with Houston if you're able to get Houston's number two and a number one next year. You're essentially just supplementing Justin Fields into the same position he was in in Chicago. So you're going to end up getting a first-round draft pick next year, which you could possibly turn in to Marvin Harrison Jr., who is just fantastic. Yeah, I love him. But who, So who's your quarterback? Uh, I would make a splash as soon as free agency starts. I would sign Jimmy Garoppolo to a three-year, $40 million deal. Guaranteed with incentives. Forty million a year for Jimmy Garoppolo. No, 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 not forty million dollars. No, a year, three years, forty, 40. dollars <laughs> for not... his entire stay. Are you out of your mind? He got. He mm-hmm. just played for twenty-five million a year. He's not taking three for forty. Starting quarterbacks in the NFL average about forty-five. That's correct. But three for forty guaranteed, and then stipulations on the back end. No, 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 no. They make forty-five million a year. That's what starting quarterbacks are making now. Daniel Jones Daniel, is yeah, telling Jones. the Giants, I want to stay here long term. I want $45 million a year. All right. And Joe Shane is a young guy. We all already has gray hair thinking, do I have to pay Daniel Jones $45 million? That might be something that he, he might have to pay Daniel Jones. Well, because this is the, this New York, is the going rate. Right. The New York press is saying to him, oh, you don't want to give him that much money? Okay, who's your starting quarterback? Right. You don't have one in the pipeline. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. 312-332-3776, our phone number coming up. The cap and J-Hood cut of the day. We cross talk with Black and Abdallah coming up at the top of the hour on the home of the Chicago Bears. Okay. It's about that time. You're tuned in to the Cap and J-Hood show. Everything ain't hardcore, you know. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Cap and J-Hood. On ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app, we'll cross talk with Black and Abdallah momentarily. But first, Cap, it is the Cap and J-Hood Cut of the Day. Brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse. It's Thursday afternoon. The week's coming to an end. I highly recommend a dessert after dinner at Chicago Cut this weekend. Mint Oreo ice cream pie, key lime pie, or their carrot cake is insane. Yes, it's boring, but it's a sport. Oh! Whatever. It's not boring. Okay, then you're boring. All right, cut! I know my guy Hoodie's going to be a star in the business, and I can help lighten your load a little bit. Yeah, that you know me. That's just the guy I am. That's just how I roll. Cap loves to lighten his roommate's load. <laughs> you know Forget the six-hour trip. I don't like you again. Uh... <laughs> You can't leave the door that wide open. You know I like to lighten your load. Come on. <laughs> that is the Captain J. Hood kind of the day. Wow. <laughs> brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse. Yes. Um, sidebar may approach. Yes, brought to you by Ankin Law. 3126 million for the great Howard Ankin. Sign my ball and my pucks. Sign my ball. Cap, 
Yes. Would you consider, as you know, I, and I'm getting ready for UIC against Missouri State uh, in St. Louis for Arch Madness, first time mm-hmm. UIC's ever been in Arch Madness. Mm-hmm. Chap, would you consider St. Louis the South or the Midwest? St. Louis is the Midwest. Is it the Midwest? In my opinion, yes. The reason why I ask is because, you know, after we were in Indianapolis, drove um, to St. Louis and obviously, you know, almost a four-hour drive, get into St. Louis, and then, you know, you got to get some dinner. And just, it, it's amazing, the hospitality, real Southern hospitality, look you in the eye, conversation, conversations that you don't expect to have. Just that, just from, you know, just from people that's serving you food or at the hotel, it, it's not like, it's, we don't get that all the time in Chicago. Right. But we get that in St. Louis. Correct. So it's almost like a southern charm. But yet you think that we're in the mid, in the Midwest, St. Louis. Uh, there's no doubt it's the Midwest. No mm-hmm. doubt about it. And, you know, they they play in the NL Central and the Blues are in the same division as the Blackhawks. Yeah, it's it's the Midwest. Well, the reason why I ask is, don't you see the difference from the way people treat you at home in Chicago than it is in St. Louis, depending on where you are? There's more of a, a southern hospitality, more of how you doing, how your family, like that kind of feel here than it is in Chicago. Um, more hustle bustle where we are, isn't it? Well, this is a real city. It's not that dumpy, boring ass town St. Louis is. That's not that's not what I asked you. But thanks for the conversation. You're welcome. That's not what I asked you. I didn't. I didn't ask. I, I asked you about how people treat one another. I ask you about the, the aesthetics of the city of, of St. Louis and Chicago. It's a boring town. Boring, boring, okay. boring. And right, I feel like the food down there, like they're a wannabe Chicago. I see. I take, see. Take that. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, let's get to your sidebar as well. Uh, you know, one thing for sure about uh, customer service, do you, I mean, it's something to be said about customer service. Uh, there, there's a customer, but the service part sometimes does not resonate. So I call. I got a letter. It says uh, your MLB extra innings package will renew at whatever it was, one hundred and forty nine ninety nine for the upcoming baseball season on March whatever. If you would like to cancel this or have further questions, call one eight hundred Xfinity. Okay, I'm a proud Xfinity customer. I call 1-800-XFINITY because I have the MLB package on my app, on the MLB app. So I don't need it also through them. I bought it the other way this time. So I could use it if I'm up in Wisconsin. And I call. Guy answers the phone. He has no idea what MLB Extra Innings is. None. I'm like, dude, just type it in your computer. MLB Extra Innings. Yeah, just you need to go online and call and uh, call MLB Network. I'm like, this is not MLB Network. This is through you guys. Yeah, we don't have that, sir. I have your letter here. Would you like me to screenshot it and send it to you? Uh, hold on, I'm on hold for like nine minutes. He comes back. Yeah, it's MLB Network. No, sir, it's not. I'm reading your letter. Listen to me. This is what it says, and I'm getting frustrated. And he, all right, hold on, sir. My wife is listening to the whole conversation. She goes, "Hun, just hang up and call. That guy's a moron. I had it on speaker. Mm. He was listening. He goes, I am not a moron. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, my God. He understood that. It was like a 22-minute call, and he finally came back. 
Yes, I found the extra innings and I've deleted it from your account. Mm. Have a good day. Okay. Thanks, bud. Appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. So, so are frustrating. You, so are you sending him five stars and a review or I actually did get a text message. Mm-hmm. And on the text, would you recommend Xfinity to your, a friend? And I wrote, no. And you have a little box where you can put in comments. I said, I like your service. Your customer service is the worst in America. Was there a response to that? They have not responded. I wouldn't either. <laughs> well, we thank I don't you. work for them anymore. Oh, I understand. I understand. Well, at least not now, but we'll keep our eyes on Jeff Agress and see what the next story is with you. We thank you for listening and calling and switching and being part of our program here on ESPN 1000. Oh, by the way, I'm not done. we got Good Karma Wrestling tonight at 6 o'clock. You can watch it at ESPN 1000 on Twitter or check the podcast on ESPN Chicago. Go UIC. So for Jay Moore and for Shay and for Cap, it's uh, Jay Hood. Yes, I'm hoping for good things for the UIC Flames, East Missouri State. And my friend, I will talk to you Monday. I look forward to you. Have a wonderful weekend. Waddle and Sylvia in for us tomorrow. So, everybody. Take that. From Chicago.